two or maybe three years ago, I got an email from a woman named Bridget Leslie, who said she was good at organising interviews. And could she organise interviews for our team of reporters? Well, I thought it was an interesting idea, but I decided to have a chat with her, and actually I convinced her that she was good enough to do the interviews and record them for radio herself. Since then, Bridget's produced dozens of interviews with a diverse range of guests, and she's hardly missed a week on air. Well, I heard recently from Bridget that she has some exciting news. I thought I'd better get her back on the line. Bridget's back on the line. There's a bit of news. Bridget, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Graham? Yeah, I cannot complain. First, though, I want to thank you for, you know, for all the fantastic interviews you've managed to arrange for us since I talked you into being the, <laughs> being the interviewee and being a bit of a radio star. Um, I mean, it's not many weeks that you've actually missed out on having an interview on this radio station or ultimately on, on SoundCloud. I did let you have a little bit of time off now and again. Yeah, Not that did, I'm in control you? of you at all. Yeah. And, and you're still working a full-time job. And, but I think, I think you are trans, Bridget. I'll tell you what, transcontinental. <laughs> You've worked in South Africa, haven't you? I, I did. UK. I did. Mm-hmm. You've worked in the USA once for a period, no, did I you didn't. not? No, no, not the US. Ah, so that's one you've still got to do? Absolutely. Okay, so what's your news? So the news is I'm moving to New York City for work, so I'll be fulfilling that transcontinental space you again, will. Graham. Oh, okay. Well, does that mean we'll never hear from you ever again? Should I say goodbye oh, or...? Absolutely not. You definitely hear from me. Australia's home, so uh, okay. we're going to be keeping in touch. And you will be coming to New York to visit, I'm sure. Oh, look, I should. I, I haven't been there since I can't remember the year, but I know it was St Patrick's Day. There are all these wallies running around in green outfits, drinking green beer. Yeah. And uh, it was a fun day, actually. I, I was staying in the theatre district, so I wasn't far from much of the action. Well, our Aussie correspondent over there, Phil Brown, the expat. I had a I had lunch with him and uh, we chatted about old times, so I need to go back and see him and, of course, I'll, I'll catch up with you at the Russian Tea Rooms for something, maybe. I don't know. Can't Just pick wait. a restaurant name. <laughs> yep. Maybe the Russian so Tea Rooms. Them. Maybe there'll be the Ukrainian Tea Rooms by then. Listen, I just wanted to... Well, <laughs> yes. that's great news and, I, and I'm really pleased that you'll uh, still keep in touch with us and contribute a, uh, an interview or two, as you, which you do in your own time, so that's great. You know, I wanted to just take you down memory lane a little bit and ask you, what was your favourite interview that you've done for us? It is two years, or is it three? It's actually now three. You gave me a job on air, on the spot. I remember that clearly. Aren't you glad you received that email, Graham? Yeah, I am, actually. No, I am. And, you know, I sort of broke one of my rules because I said we wouldn't have anybody on the show who wasn't a professionally trained journalist. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I've decided journalist isn't the key word. I'll definitely not have influences on this show. And I've made that pretty clear. But you are a professional. You're a professional questioner as well. You're an auditor. We've talked about this. And you ask hard questions. And I, that's what I appreciate. So what do you, th- what do you think your favourite interview was? Well, I date? think all... To date, oh gosh, you know, with our line of work, 
we meet interesting people all the time. So you're pushing the bar higher and higher every time you go out and get a story. But I think the uh, the one that stands out for me is the deaf chef. Yeah. You know, uh, the lady whom I interviewed from United Kingdom who <laughs> lost her hearing yeah. Yeah. Uh, through cha- It was a bit of a technical a challenge, that interview. A technical challenge, yeah. that's right. But we persevered and you yeah. allowed uh, um, me to finish off that interview. The audience got exposed to a woman who, despite everything, pursued her dreams, went into a culinary school, became a chef. She's, by the way, the aunt of a famous rapper in the UK. And she's doing her thing. Um, I I won't forget that interview. It was hard, yes, of course. Uh, But her disability doesn't stop her. And I think that there's so many individuals like that whom we've come across. And whether it's a disability or not, perhaps a fear or something that somebody holds dear to them and they let it go when they have their first interview with me and straight afterwards straight after one media interview with me they'll go on and do a whole bunch of other things and it's not definitely not just because of me but it's because somebody gave them the opportunity a voice that was never heard before and I can do that again and again yeah no that's great let me remind you of a few that I thought were terrific oh yeah the the chief of the village in Amazonian Patagonia or somewhere, wasn't that's it? That's right. That's and right. I forgot about Again, that. we had a translator involved in that. It was a journalist, actually. But you found this guy mm-hmm. and uh, he was interviewing the chief and it was about the time that COVID was arriving and he feared it would come up the river. But he mm. had a plan B that he'd had in his family for years and years and years. If illness came via the river, they would go up country to a house nowhere near the river, right? And mm-hmm. so hopefully they wouldn't that. catch the bug, whatever, and COVID in this case. We don't mm. know what happened, though. We don't know whether it did get into the into the system there. Do you know? Did you hear any more back? I've actually been keeping in touch with the journalist that lives there yeah. near the Amazonian region, and um, it doesn't seem like they were affected by COVID too oh, much. Great. Of course, so that worked out pretty good. Oh, that's good. Now, another one. And let's just stick with these three. You can add some more if you like. Maria mm-hmm. Pisarenko. Oh, yes. Ukrainian journalist. Cracked the journalist from Ki- from Kiev, or Kiev as we oh, used yeah. to call it. I don't know. That was in February, wasn't it? Only a week or so after the war broke out. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I managed to get hold of her. She said yes to the interview and um, she's given us updates since then. Yeah. I, I, saw the, I think, Graham, we saw the worst of humanity through that war and still are seeing it, but we also saw the best of humanity coming together around yeah. the world. I saw her online the other day, actually, and mm-hmm. I think it was the anniversary day, the 23rd, and it looks like she's still collecting materials, etc., for the civilian soldiers who are going out Correct. there. Uh, yes. So, you know, that's it's an amazing story, really, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it would do us all... Good not to forget how 99% of the world has turned against Putin and uh, even those who ought to be his allies, like China, because they're thick as thieves, he and uh, President Xi, she's keeping his cards close to his chest. And I suspect he just feels like it isn't a good look to come out in support of Putin at this stage because he's literally got no one on his team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been watching that pretty closely these days and keeping in touch with her ever so often. I heard from her 
must have been two weeks ago. Okay. There's an Australian businessman who went over to Kiev and he's offering his support. Oh, well, that's fantastic. That's great. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm pleased that we will still be able to to talk to you. You'll be doing your nine to five job, uh, which, of course, uh, in our terms, is in the middle of the night. You'll be you'll be <laughs> beavering away, maybe in an office, because I know you do get now you get to work from home a day or two a week, don't you? I do. I work from home three days a week and two days in the office. And can I just brag on my team, Graham? You yeah. know, my auditing team. I've been working for the Commonwealth Bank for a while now and the group head of audit has this unique affinity for innovation. Uh, All the better for being a part of the team. I've got my data analytics skills and now artificial intelligence information and work that I've been growing in. So I'm taking all that with me to the US. But really, this group of auditors that I've worked with in Australia is phenomenal. And my head of audit, Vincent Ross, whom I have to mention, Mm. is one of those who begets creativity and he knows how to deal with creatives on on the team he's always taken my ideas and made it better and I think I'm in the place where I can go to the US now and take these skills learn from the Americans and also allow them to learn from what we do in Australia you're going to a bank in the US aren't you yes banking is my forte is the Commonwealth and this bank are they connected in any way no it's a separate company and will you come back Absolutely, absolutely. I'll be coming back uh, to Australia and, you know, uh, keeping in touch with you, Graham. Yeah, well, I'm pleased about that. But you've got family here now, haven't you? Yes, I do. I do. You're going on your own, aren't you? You're not taking any family. No, no, I'm going on my own. um, And I'm looking forward to all of the friends that I've met there whom I know for years, but I've actually met so many people during COVID virtually. So many yes. chefs whom I've interviewed who are based there and uh, people who've become friends through these interviews. I'm looking forward to meeting so many You'll be in the seventh heaven. You'll be able to go and press the flesh with these people. Absolutely, and get to have some great food and conversations. I... New York City is unique, yeah, and is. I love yeah. it. Pretty mm. hard to starve in New York City, Bridget. Oh, uh, oh, yes. And I love the fact that people are diverse and there's an emphasis on growing knowledge about culture, too, which is what we do, right, through these shows. Yeah, well, you've been our queen of diversity, I, I guess, uh, <laughs> I'd have to say. And that oh, we're all the better for it. I've, you know, I don't, uh, I don't shy away from that sort of thing, but you enjoy it because um, you love talking to people of colour. And, um, mm. and we love hearing their stories too. They don't get as much air as they ought to. Oh, yes. And can I just say thank you, Graham, for that unique way in which you protect those voices. It doesn't happen without you. Well, thank you very much, Bridget. And listen, good luck. I hope you uh, really enjoy your time over there. And, you know, we're always on the end of a phone if you need to uh, hear an Aussie accent. Oh, yes. Actually, Graham, there's Mm. a huge Aussie expat community there. I'm looking forward to getting to know them as well. Well, you better take your Vegemite over with you, Bridget. (laughs) Have you actually worked out yourself how to eat it? Well, I don't... um your marmite is my thing. I have it on toast with butter. So it's delicious. Yeah, well, we do the Vegemite version of that too. So uh, you'll be able to introduce it to Americans... 
Well, you know, Graham, when I first moved here, someone said it was Australian chocolate. And just take a teaspoonful of this good old stuff You're and you'll be fine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no way ever again. Uh, oh, well, there you see. That's just a cultural icon of this country that uh, we can't shake off. Yeah, good on the Aussies. Uh, I found my voice here in the media in Australia. I'll always be grateful. Well, that's good. Bridget, I'll look forward to... Uh, I'll, I'll let you settle in. I won't pester you over there to maybe give us a hoy and we'll get you on the line and we'll talk about how you found New York City as a oh, yeah, resident, absolutely. not as a visitor. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. That was Bridget Leslie speaking with Graham Kemlow on the eve of her departure to work in the Big Apple. Great opportunity, Rita. Fabulous opportunity. Anyway, we will continue to hear from uh, Bridget in her spare time, which is uh, which is great. I'll give her a little time to settle in there before I pester her. We can only hope she does have some spare time. 